0: All right.
1: Everyone. welcome to Tech Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Kirk.
0: Hi, I'm Jenny Kessler. Almost said not my name.
1: Almost said uh, a different name.
0: Almost. Uh, okay,
1: that would have been a twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the name you were going to go with?
0: Well, I, Kirk, actually, because you said <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> like that's not.
1: I didn't know that I'd adopted you in.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, uh, you should be getting the paperwork.
1: Okay, the um, I'll days. look for it. I was. Yeah. um yeah I'll, I'll i'll keep my eyes open for it as that's out
0: jenny kessler well we do have the same initials so
1: we do it's jk um JK. not not jk, JK. not jk <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, guys welcome to tech trek um a little bit different twist for our episode today we're doing tech trek at the movies Woo!
0: jenny popcorn. what are we watching today Well, um, we're watching First Contact, taking a look at the tech in that movie, and I have to start off with an apology. Okay, Um, I had thought First Contact was the first next-generation movie, Ah. or the worst one. I can't remember uh, which one it was where the uh, Riker and Troy were already like transfigured to look like locals prior to first contact. Um, and I don't know what movie that was. It was just really terrible. Um,
1: yeah, and um, that was awful. I think that was Insurrection.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, First Contact is outstanding movie.
1: It's really good. Yeah. It's yeah. actually like I think out of all of the, out of all the like the Next Generation movies, it's definitely the most watchable. Mm-hmm. It's got a really like the storyline moves. It doesn't yeah. get stalled around. Um, it deals with one of Star Trek's best topics: time travel. I mean, yep. geez. yes, yes, you
0: no, know? and and the Borg stuff. I mean, that
1: Borg that's... stuff is always good. Yeah, in Star Trek it it's always like it's crackling like you just want to like it gives you that little spine tingling kind of thing when you see him for the first time on screen or whatever it, it's just like oh there is the borg ah
0: yeah they're so scary like i think one of the scariest villains
1: they really were um i think mean, they were definitely scarier than than the klingons yeah um and far scarier than the Romulans. I think I've talked about the Romulans I always felt ominous, but you never was like, there wasn't really like, there wasn't much of a threat, but the Romulans <laughs> are you keeping yeah. the screen there? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Someone has transported directly to the bridge, Captain. Well, that's what, that's,
1: you're, you're <laughs> capable of doing that in, in these in, 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 now on the Enterprise E, you can yeah. just transport directly to anywhere. Apparently they've just got, yeah. bam, you want to transport to 10 forward? Go for it. Mm. And trans- transport into a warp engine be careful yeah
0: that's not a good idea
1: <laughs> might not be the best plan. <laughs> hi there how you doing you having fun <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah um i i wanted to start things off right away um i was okay. thinking about like useful trek right like useful tech track on this yeah movie the enterprise e the new enterprise holy cats it's it fantastic. is fantastic, amazing looking.
0: Well, you know, first right out the gate, the, the bridge no longer looks like the waiting room for an orthodontist.
1: It does. It's it, they've lost the sort of like, yeah, um, sitting in a in an orthodontist <laughs> waiting room in the, in the 90s looking yeah. for that sad magazine rack, you know, yeah. like highlights and then like people magazine it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Look, looking at the sad magazine rack, wishing it was a mad magazine rack.
1: Yeah. Missing Wishing it was mad magazine. <laughs> Why wouldn't they have Mad Magazine in an orthodontist's office? I know. That's I mean, a... Yeah. Or yeah.
0: Cracked. Cracked would work. I, I was, that was like, fun. I, I,
1: I, I liked both of them. They actually... Both of them had really good Star Trek parodies in them, if yeah. I remember correctly.
0: Yeah. I guess I guess they're uh, a little too edgy for children.
1: <laughs> Maybe a little bit too edgy for children.
0: Or or but, people who dealt with children or just didn't get what children were Just Although I did enjoy highlights.
1: I, well, highlights was fun, uh, especially yeah. the what's the what's wrong with this picture thing. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was always that was cool. Um, that it's, view screen on the new bridge. Yeah. It's a holographic thing.
0: Yeah, very useful.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. I and think I, it kind of sets the sets the, the tone for like where they eventually ended up in like with the, the third season of Discovery with all of the sort of holographic communications um, methods that they've got available to them now. It was really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, you felt like you're, it it felt much more, um, more military, less diplomatic. Yeah, it did.
1: It did. Um, And it took away, it was, well, it definitely set the, the period better for like, um, this is the newer direction of where starfleet had to be at that time Mm -hmm. it was more military but they're coming out of the dominion wars yeah um it did not feel like it didn't feel like the united nations it didn't feel like an orthodontist waiting room yeah Yeah. (laughs) for sure it was all business they left the you know the ferns and indirect lighting of the 90s behind Right. (laughs) right gone to more of the recessed can and (laughs) (laughs) yes and the dark gray hues and that sort of thing of the of the early 2000s and stuff um so yeah it was made in
0: 1996 look that up it
1: um,
0: it looks like it could have been made today it's
1: yeah it's actually visually it's very pleasing um the the very first time you see it it's uh, i watched it again um this week as we were getting ready this morning and and things like that, just to kind of get, get some, some visual cues back to it. And it's just like, it starts off just wonderful. Yeah. Everything about the ship. I like the the darker colors muted Mm -hmm. a little bit more like, like we're out here for a purpose, you know?
0: Yeah. And the uniforms are uh, much more stylish as well.
1: Yeah. And I've noticed that Picard doesn't have to do the tug as much. Right. (laughs) On, on these uniforms. They finally got tailoring correct.
0: Right, right. <laughs> these jackets don't ride up, let me tell you what.
1: <laughs> Which means they must have better replicators in this ship.
0: Yeah. Well hell yeah they do. <laughs> they're they're like getting on the 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 elevator. Yeah. What is that called? The turbo lift? Turbo lift, thank you. <laughs> elevator to the stars. <laughs> elevator to the stars. <laughs> they're getting on the turbo lift. these like computer 20th century clothing. You know it's like Yeah. Um and
1: the, yeah. Late, yeah. It
0: was, was Isn't it like
1: late 21st century? Late 21st century. Yeah. Late 21st century um, civilian clothing. Which and I guess out and they're like,
0: yeah, those clothes don't have collars.
1: Pretty well, much. it's a banded collar look. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, well, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks kind of piloted that.
0: Yeah, that, um, that was his day.
1: That was his thing yeah. with the, with the hat, but then the banded collar shirt. Mm-hmm. Um. I never saw him packing. You know, a phaser rifle. No. Or, or anything else like that.
0: I didn't really want to think about what he's packing, so. Um.
1: Uh, Garth Brooks, not much. Maybe Chris Gaines, but.
0: Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look out.
1: <laughs> uh. Never know which one. Um, Jordy's eyes. Yeah. No but visor any longer. You get no. these, like, amazing, well, first, like, startlingly blue. Yeah. But, like, pretty intricate eyes that he's got
0: yeah they there was mechanics going on in those.
1: like you yeah.
0: could zoom in from a distance they are pretty sweet heat detection it seems like it had everything his visor had
1: yeah without Except you know without the visor
0: right <laughs> which yeah and it takes a minute to to like just get adjusted to lavar burton's face that's yeah,
1: because cool. you're so used to having that big soap, soap bar just going yeah. across. the <laughs> Well, it,
0: those things look like banana clips. Do you remember those? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I remember banana clips. Those were <laughs> those were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, thing. Not for me personally. No, um, no. Yeah, My hair uh, I was had never that um, long, but
0: <laughs> I had some and I'm pretty sure I used them as Geordi's uh, Pfizer. Just OK, entertain myself
1: just just to kind they. of have some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at one point I put a comb like on my glasses to make it look like I had a visor, you know? To... Yeah. yeah. Well, that,
0: that is super, uh, uh, quite a cybernetic enhancement that he has.
1: Yeah. And I think, I mean, he kept talking about in the, in the original series and or in the next generation series, but also I'm going to dip back over into the book world for a second yeah. here.
0: No shame anymore. I, I swear. The visor
1: was very painful to wear. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it actually was. It gave him pretty tremendous headaches. And um,
0: well, I, m- I imagine too, like right where those little those joints pressure were, points in are there, yeah, temples that that he probably had to use like aloe vera or something. with. Yeah. To...
1: Well, and then the EMH talks about an analgesic cream there later on but yeah uh,
0: exactly <laughs> that's it I, I oh this to see the some voyager folks uh Isn't and that nice parts that was good neelix yeah that
1: was good. wasn't that great i thought it was so cool that they that they threw in and actually voyager even appears for like a brief second in the battle scene yeah to see the voyager which is pretty awesome um
0: and uh yeah. warf was on the defiant right
1: warf was captaining the defiant yeah Yeah, little ship. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, so then they also had the police scanner of the future, um, Mm -hmm. as they're sitting out there at the neutral zone with amazingly clear broadcast capabilities. Um, Yeah. I mean, I thought the neutral zone was was a decent little trip away from Earth. I didn't think it was. (laughs) It seemed like they're like, ah, neutral zone, and turn on this frequency, and we can hear the battle, and then maximum warp, and they're like,
0: yeah. It was like, like, well, let's listen to the game on our road trip. Yeah. the Neutral sound. I didn't yeah, know like, you could like just It's like when you would go on a road
1: trip and you'd be listening to a baseball game. Yeah. As you're driving through the, you know, the the desert or whatever, and you're like,
0: as as the defiant moves from left to right on your radio <laughs> dial. You know, it's like I, I was, we were watching it. And I'm just going along. Of course, you're just along for the ride. But I'm like, why are they even allowed to listen to it? Like, how is right? this? Like, can we just tune into uh, like C-SPAN or whatever where they just got. Oh, and um, if, media if broadcast they,
1: if if the star starfleet command sorry my voice was my tongue wasn't working for a minute there <laughs>
0: well, i thought you were going to say fart no was yeah well, that. i almost did
1: i was <laughs> I for it. really close <laughs> if starfart command i mean starfleet Command <laughs> did, didn't trust picard enough to send them out there why would they let him still be able to access the frequency that yeah. the battle was taking place on
0: yeah and i don't know maybe that was some kind of hackery that they did <laughs> you know
1: just a little just you know it, it was one of those backdoor programs that they <laughs> they acquired when they when they took over the enterprise he, oh look there's this open channel don't tell anyone about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Starfart was uh in the mad magazine parody. it could have
1: been and it probably would be the the end result of eating you know whatever beans that they happen to replicate in that point in time too <laughs> space beans <laughs> yeah um so yeah, there's the police scanner of the future. Yeah. My question was, how fast is their maximum warp? We talked about warp speed, right? Early on in our in our run here, that's a warp speed that I can't even like imagine how fast that was that they were going because they were out of the neutral zone and then like cut scene, they're in the battle.
0: Yeah, they're ready to save the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, to a not too happy wharf, I would have to point out he wasn't thrilled. You know, he's like, today is a good day to die. Yeah. Very Klingon, you know.
0: I think (laughs) he made it. He called out
1: ramming speed, which you know he just wanted to say. You know that he's been wanting to say it for (laughs) nine years now.
0: (laughs) So, uh, what is ramming speed? I wonder. Well, it's got
1: I don't think there's a particular, I don't think there's like a definable number. I think it varies per ship. Yeah. I don't think the Defiance ramming speed is the same as the Enterprise E's ramming speed.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like a math logic puzzle. Like, if you're traveling toward... The Borg's is, ship is, you know, 500 kilometers away, and you have this much power, how much power do you need to get the impact that you want?
1: You have to carry the one, and you have to... Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you sort out all the f- uh, the facts that they give you that you don't need.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Then make- it's carrying
1: so- it's carrying twenty two pieces of cake on it.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> and the red button can only be pushed after the green, but never before the blue. Never it's like before the draw, blue. <laughs> draw the matrix to figure out which house yeah, l- yeah. the dwarf lives. It sounds in. like an
1: Among Us task. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that game. Oh.
1: Um, so test. yeah, maximum warp was was definitely a thing. Yeah. That was really fast um
0: yeah it's if it, they traveled at the speed of plot right they needed to get there right away they got there right away and well, maybe so that's how
1: fast maximum warp is is yeah. the speed of plot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which could be also how fast ramming speed is
0: mm. mm-hmm. yeah
1: you know it, it, it seems it, to be able to play into that
0: this a speed of plot all depends on context because those wouldn't be the same
1: true yeah that's I don't very think.
0: true <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess if you rammed at maximum warp, it—I
1: mean, that would take care of some things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but you're not really in a place to ram things when you're at warp. I feel like can you bump you can, into things well, in warp? The whole
1: point of warp is that you want to not ram things. Yeah, like that's why the computer was so important was because it was it allowed you to go to warp so that you didn't run into things at warp speed because yeah, that's yeah. sort of a bad situation. Like a bug hitting the windshield On that proverbial road trip
0: Now I mean, did, did, did they Oh gosh stuttering stuttering
1: That's okay uh, I did too. star fart Remember
0: <laughs> Star farts I just had a real star fart That's all I'm going to say But um, oh, we all have
1: them don't worry
0: <laughs> Now I forget what I was going to say but it was um, Warp speed Warp <laughs> speed
1: they, the kids, by the way, just to interject. I'm sorry, I don't mm-hmm. like to interrupt you too much, but the okay, kids—subspace—that's
0: all I wanted. Subspace to
1: frequency coming in. Uh, the kids have discovered <laughs> rickrolling. <So laughs> they've been rickrolling Rick each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's excellent.
1: It's yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So I, what I was wondering is that are they traveling through subspace on warp when they're in warp?
1: Well, no, but warp. they're you know they're bending. They're bending light, so that they're able to travel outside of the normal space-time continuum Mm -hmm. by bending light. It's not as actually, it's not a speed thing. It's a speed over distance. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it's it's different than subspace.
0: Right now, if they could
1: travel through subspace, that would be like that would be amazing.
0: Yeah. I don't know why I've been thinking about subspace recently.
1: Well, we haven't done our subspace episode yet, and I think we'll need to get to it. (laughs) We keep talking about it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's the cause of and solution to all sci-fi problems, all Star Trek.
1: It does seem to be that that Mm -hmm. and um, rerouting power through the EPS conduits. Mm -hmm. So. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, so there's maximum quantum torpedoes. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to photon. I guess photon torpedoes just didn't cut it any longer.
0: <laughs> I know. What are quantum? Like, is that something happening at the quantum level or?
1: It's a reaction at the quantum level.
0: Oh. Yeah. So, like, this
1: is... So like instant, instant do-
0: Oh, well. And it wasn't working, though, on the Borg.
1: Well, it wor- it worked on the on the probe that's what they shot the quantum torpedoes at Uh, they shot the it's a little Borg sphere thing
0: okay yeah
1: and it instantly obliterated it like it took care of that thing unfortunately it was unmanned
0: yeah
1: it's just a decoy because the Borg had already beamed onto the Enterprise at that point yeah those sneaky Borg I would have gotten away with it it wasn't for (laughs) the sneaky Borg (laughs) drones (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but
0: they, so they opened, they got on, they'd opened up the portal, the time yep.
1: portal. I and their, that time vortex
0: their intention was to like, if I can't have you now, I'm going to go back to before you had warp and take care of you then.
1: And take care of you then.
0: Which is a real and bad boyfriend move, that crazy ex-girlfriend move.
1: Yeah, it is sort of that, right? Like, um that's sort of. That, that's one of those things where, you know, you, you read about it in a, in like a true Hollywood crime stories type of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and if you think about it, the Borg, they never really had any trouble assimilating people. And
1: no, is it-, it wasn't like there was like a, there wasn't really much of a, of a negotiating period either. Like no. they showed up and you were assimilated.
0: It, like, that, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, and the, what I get, what, and as much as I love Star Trek and everything, it's like, what is it about Earth? Like, is this exceptionalism that we have, that you know, we're going to be the ones that are going to give the Borg a run for, run for their money? You know, I That's guess a
1: good point. Um, you know, I think the Borg Queen had a lot to do with that, though. Oh, because you know, she she kind of took it personal a couple times there um like with picard and data and later on when you see her in voyager too she's she's still like very anti-earth
0: yeah uh because we keep getting the you know just squeaking by you know get the better you know young scrappy and hungry i guess
1: it's the yeah well and there's in one of the books
0: Uh (laughs) it's cool they talk
1: they talk about the sort of the birth of the borg And Mm -hmm. it was from an earth vessel that landed on this planet. And they, they had already started to like learn how to graft onto the technology, the different things Well, they, they grafted onto the technology of this, of this vessel that landed there crash landed Mm -hmm. and they, they assimilated the guy that was in it. So it's always been this sort of like search for where this thing came from. It was their, their way off the planet as well. Yeah um and earth represents you know the headquarters of the federation which were i don't know why the borg headed in necessarily f- to try to destroy the federation as much as it was just another thing in the way possibly well, there can but, only
0: be one feder, one collective you know yeah maybe that's right. what it is yeah. and
1: they just regarded everything as a threat at that point yeah um so yeah so oh, quantum torpedoes um
0: We got to see phaser rifles, which...
1: We did, which I was glad to see. Yeah. Those things are massive.
0: Yes. And oh, before we go too far, and I had remarked on the uniforms being pretty snazzy, I will say I object very, very strongly toward the undershirt situation, which
1: looked like farmer's bibs or something like it, it looked like they were trying to like make modern overalls
0: <laughs> yeah it was it was like picard is in it like okay you know we get the ticket to the gun show that's great but
1: uh,
0: <laughs> the neck the neckline is a v and then the shoulder straps are like four inches wide and then it's you also quilted. it reminded like me of Jenny? Quilted
1: have you ever wrestling. seen I, well i'm gonna i'm gonna make a statement hopefully it won't be a I think that would be a problem here. But have you ever been skiing with like diehard folks that have like the ski suit? Yeah, it looked like the the yeah. part of the of the ski suit underneath where it's like the the, the strap, big heavy strap, sort of like overall but quilted. Right. They weren't
0: snow. They weren't like snow pants bibs, which you no, were, no, no. Which you or I probably were wearing. But it was a zip up jumpsuit. Yes, with the yep. thick sleeve. Yeah. I, I, that's exactly what it exactly there was there was like a fe- like high-end ski bibs <laughs> but like quilted <laughs> or
1: crocheted or something they, they look really yeah, it was awesome. a weird it was a weird texture thing going on
0: he looked like his mom made it for him
1: maybe um, he maybe she did and he said fine i'll wear it <laughs> just then, this one time
0: and <laughs> somehow he somebody saw him in it and they're like those will be great for under the uniforms
1: and then and he was he was stuck he couldn't say no no um, because he's, been, he's Picard, you know, yeah. duty, duty, above all, right? And yeah.
0: Plus he loves his mommy and doesn't want her to feel bad.
1: Old old mommy Picard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mama. Maybe he called her Mama.
1: Mama Picard.
0: <laughs> Mumsy.
1: Mumsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so that I mean the the uniforms were great. And that except for that it was hideous. Like, I was
1: and, and what was weird to me was why was he the only one sporting that look? Yeah. when they went down to attack the borg like you wouldn't know. you put the most protection on him why would you take more protection off of him
0: well i don't i think i think <laughs> was it a it,
1: bulletproof bid
0: <laughs> if if you look at the end of the movie and you see how he ends it's you know that it was it's he's having an ahab moment in this movie big time um and so he was not fucking around and uh no like, he didn't
1: he wasn't and he had no f's to give to anyone else right. at that point either
0: what what happened previous to the scene where they were all uh getting the guns out of the gun locker or the um, the gun it, carousel?
1: So he was down on the planet side. Okay. And they were all suddenly discovering that like the temperature on the bridge was you know throughout the ship that's, was changing and all that kind of stuff.
0: That's why he had his shirt off. It was hot.
1: Yeah, it was hot. But yeah. no one else did.
0: <laughs>
1: and he's the smallest out of all of them like <laughs>
0: And one of the ensigns is like, "It's getting hot in here. Let's take off all our clothes." And He's was like, in "Sure." The nineties, yeah. Maybe he was anticipating being too warm, so he's like, "I'm gonna ditch the jacket." And uh, <laughs> this is it. Know, I'm done. What you know? Props for comfort, but fashion—thumbs down for fashion. It was bad.
1: Comfort, yes. Fashion, bad. Um, I think. I think that. Um, given given time i would have liked those uniforms to be more of like the look that they would have gone towards i, I really liked them yeah
0: oh yeah they were they were like shoulders are gray right yeah and then like quilted a little bit um and you know they they fit well they didn't ride up yeah it's a good thing but just to not go too far off like when we were getting the phaser rifles, which looked okay, like giant rifle. giant shotguns. You know, they're yeah. like big and like carbonite or something. I don't know, not carbonite. What is, what is it they put in cars? The carbon steel instead of steel. Carbon right. fiber? Yeah. 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 And um, well, let's also talk about the way they stored them. Like they were just on this like, round table and i don't yeah. know if that was something that like shoop, went in the floor when would, i would imagine
1: it would like come down from the ceiling or come up from the floor yeah you know kind of deal it was pretty sweet looking it was, it was like first of all i don't re- ever remember seeing anything like that on the, no. on the enterprise d like that was a full-on armory that they were yeah. walking into you know yeah
0: and they they had then they like have cupboards or something yeah like metal shelving
1: <laughs> it's like a gorilla wreck
0: yeah <laughs>
1: To yeah, go out so, to the garage. I'll grab the phasers.
0: I imagine they uh, that whatever mechanism. I assume it wasn't just a table with, you know, rifles, in a <laughs> you know, in the circle <laughs> around the maypole or whatever. Um, that those were secure, and in some way, because that's a, that's the bad that's the heavy duty stuff.
1: Yeah, those phaser rifles were not messing around.
0: No, but they're um, fa- almost worthless. Against the board once the, the well, they that, Yeah, the so that's one of my next so points.
1: Much. Right. So Wharf's like, Hey, I've programmed them to have a modulating frequency. We're gonna get at best maybe twelve shots. Right. So then they start shooting immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you stop, take a breath and be like, maybe I should figure out a different way to fight this first than shooting right out of the gate here. <laughs> Knowing that they're only gonna get twelve shots.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then also when you uh, they were walking around the Borg that had taken over the decks thirteen through six or something like that, yep. um, and the Borgs were just ignoring them, which I know they do that on the Borg ship, but like why I don't know why they didn't see them as assimilatable. Uh, yeah, that was that, one of
1: those that's one of those story plot points that
0: well. The only thing i can think of is that they had made a new borg cube on those on those decks and so they were yeah. behaving like they would on a borg cube that's Yeah, awesome. but
1: just basically they were done working at that point they could just go and rest until a, until a threat was re- realized.
0: Yeah, so when if yeah. they're doing housekeeping or whatever they're doing messing around in those borg decks like, maybe they're in not assimilate mode, i don't know.
1: So let's see. Beverly mm-hmm. transports directly to sickbay.
0: Yes, and with... oh my gosh, her hair looks great in this movie. It did. She she is like blonde and tawny, and like her lipstick was like dark red, and she just looked amazing.
1: So is that is that the is that the result of um, there being a better hairstylist on the Enterprise, or are is hairstyle tech advancing? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, she because Riker's hair
1: looks better too, frankly. Yeah.
0: but Troy's looked worse because she it had did. wispy baby bangs.
1: But Wharf's hair looked better. Yeah. You didn't have the page boy. No. Like <laughs> it it,
0: and you didn't have a French braid. He had a wrapped ponytail. Like in yeah, Laver- which is
1: a better look for him. Frankly. It was
0: very Harley rider guy hair. No offense to our Harley friends, but.
1: Yeah, like I,
0: he, if, you know, if you if you could read this, then the bitch fell off, or you know, <laughs> and then I don't know. Sorry, but <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah, it's the like,
1: it's the it's the now infamous Klingon Sturgis rally.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Klingons only.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the low ponytail, and it went, that went halfway down his back, and then it was like wrapped with leather.
1: Straight. I mean, if you're gonna wrap. A Klingon's braid with something. It's gonna have to be leather. It's
0: not gonna be ribbons, right? Yeah, right. not not ribbons.
1: No, not ribbons. Not a little scrunchy. I don't think. No, more <laughs> <laughs> not,
0: not those little ru- rubber bands that have the little plastic acrylic balls on them. <laughs> now I want to see that.
1: <laughs> I, I know that there's got to be some fan art somewhere. <laughs> yeah, someone's done that.
0: But <laughs> little butterflies, little. <laughs> Uh,
1: that or wharf with cornrows, either one I think mm. would be quite the or, look.
0: or a banana clip.
1: Or a banana clip. <laughs> Gotta hold the hair in place.
0: Yeah.
1: Messy <laughs> hair, don't care.
0: <laughs> and the banana banana clip gives you the illusion of volume, too. So, so his hair will just like, you know.
1: So yeah, and I think maybe hairstyle tech did an advance because like that looked better and it certainly didn't go the route of Wharf with a man bun. Well, which would have been a a bad turn.
0: I don't think so. I am a fan uh, of the man bun. I'm, a I'm fan. not a
1: I'm not a man bun guy. Well, <laughs> go ahead. It's
0: true, it's true. you're not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> As I lean closer to the camera with my giant dome,
0: <laughs> I'm not here to poke fun at your head.
1: You will notice that I have a. Uh, I have a bandage on my ear over here i
0: saw that i thought are those some funky new headphones
1: no um i was shaving my head in the shower yesterday and it's a large head to shave uh, Um, for those who know me who've seen my picture i got a large 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 cranium
0: it's got its own zip code
1: in times um (laughs) it actually has its own weather system um and
0: (laughs) your poor pillow (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> see that's a lot of work ahead of it doesn't the weight. <laughs> um i shaved my ear with oh I, I that's my head
0: and you one little cut man that's bleeding
1: oh it in, it in it like if i remove the bandage it starts bleeding immediately so yeah so yeah it's just a lot of fun um so i'm not a fan of man buns
0: mm-hmm no, I, I like the clean-cut
1: yeah. look. I think Picard's got a nice look going on. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I did like Riker's hair. And, and Data's hair even looked better in this. It was mm-hmm. not as plastery. Yeah. And you know, more just like a, a wave kind of deal going back. So I think thumbs up to, to hairstyle tech.
0: Yeah. Well, and Deanna Troy's hair, though, she... But do you
1: think she uses the tech or do you think she does it herself? I think she's doing it herself and is stuck in you know like that sort of weird of like mom always used to do it this way and
0: (laughs) this is what i look like when i graduated high school and i haven't really updated my look but she never had bangs she didn't before i don't think and and these weren't even like if you're gonna have bangs have bangs, like don't do this wispy nonsense, which was popular at the time. So it was a
1: it was a look.
0: <clears throat> so she may have been like, if we were in nineteen ninety six, and would be like, "Oh, that looks cute." Uh, I missed her hairstyle. Didn't
1: look as great as everyone else.
0: <laughs> no, she had um, abandoned the the curls. It was almost straight at one point.
1: Although um, she did look, I think that her uniform looked better compared yeah. to past looks of hers. So
0: and we got to see her drunk which was fun, yes.
1: <laughs> frankly. <laughs> that's, that's where the that's where the tech is weird, right? Because in the where the enterprise is coming from, they would have been mostly drinking synthahol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so now they're like encountering real, like <laughs> distilled liquor.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like hills in from the hills, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this was like you know bathtub gin and, <laughs> and tequila there and moonshine and. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: And you could see the result of it. She was not in a great place.
0: <laughs> no, but I I loved the conversation with her and Will when she was drunk.
1: My professional opinion as ship's counselor, <laughs> he's nuts.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then her other rant about, we don't have the time to talk about the timeline. Or something yeah. like that. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, they were trying to get in touch with Zephram?
1: Zephram Cochran. Cochran. And Zephyr by... Good job, by the way. You owned it. Like, I knew that you were a little. You were a little.
0: Yeah, well, my, you know, my stepson's name is Ephraim, and I was trying to convince Dax that we should start calling him Zephram.
1: I don't see any problem. In...
0: I don't either, but Dax is like, kids, you don't kids understand. Are there for
1: us to, kids are there for us to confuse them. <laughs> yeah.
0: <That's> yeah. The... <laughs> but. Zephram Cochran, the inventor of Warp.
1: For for Earth. For Earth. Yeah.
0: Um, played by the inimitable James Cromwell. James Cromwell. Yes,
1: James Cromwell. He and, is truly great in this movie.
0: Yes, and playing against type, I would say. Um, yeah. He, he's, gener- he's a pretty much a ragamuffin, uh, underachiever, outside the law kind of yeah. guy. And I almost, you almost always see him in a suit. uh, Yep, buttoned down
1: really nicely, and yeah.
0: Being a diplomat or a government official or a Mm -hmm. villain, you know.
1: He's a good villain. Yeah,
0: yeah. So when I saw his name come up, I was like, oh, like he's a good. I I assumed he was going to be a federation bureaucrat or something like that, or admiral or something. Yeah,
1: he's a he's a he's a fun character in this. Um, Mm -hmm. That sort of. you know, the the, the I think it's funny how as the movie is goes along and are talking about like, oh, you're the inventor of warp technology and you've brought all of Earth together and you've solved all these problems and he's like running away to try to
0: I don't want a statue. Uh <laughs> and one thing like they did in the bar, they had uh when they're uh he's drinking with Deanna, you know, they have a jukebox. Bar was, tech,
1: yep, bar tech, bar yeah. tech,
0: yeah. And uh, uh, sadly, we didn't get a bar fight. Um, uh, you should
1: have, he almost tried to, he threw the bottle and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah,
0: he did have um, Fonzie powers, though.
1: He did have Fonzie powers
0: because he he like pu- punched a jukebox and it started playing again. And, and what the song was playing,
1: uh, Shooby doobie, oh god,
0: <laughs> that must have just been the cheapest song they could get. It is
1: terrible. What kind of licensing can we get for this? Oh, we can get Roy Orbison doing Shooby doobie
0: Like, I mean, I realized Sabotage wasn't probably out at that point. Um,
1: <laughs> it was about a year late. Yeah.
0: But even anything else from Roy Orbison's ca-
1: catalog, like, he had a lot of music.
0: <laughs> a lot. And probably not, I mean, Shooby Dooby, maybe it was a, fan, a favorite of one of the people that made the movie. It's probably some kind
1: of inside joke, right? Like, maybe. But that, yeah. So that was that jukebox is the only tech we see in the bar there. But (laughs) but apparently, apparently, Cochran has power over it. He does. He
0: (laughs) He has fancy powers, and but apparently, no taste. Well, it's
1: understandable if you're going to major in something, right? You probably majored in theoretical warp technology, but not in musical taste.
0: No, (laughs) (laughs) but I would argue that there are theoretical physicists that probably enjoy a good jam like uh, and I mean, we're, probably we're, and if if you're gonna have something that's you're gonna use classical music if you will from the 20th century and like that period right before kind of rock and roll really took off where there's you know doo wop and you know it's just like you
1: want to hear like like, Let's
0: come up a little bit in the timeline. <laughs> Let's come up into the like. Um, well, they did do Magic Carpet Ride, which I thought was fitting for when. And also a
1: pretty good song. Yeah, I mean.
0: yeah, it it is. If if a little played out. No, but, sure. <clears throat> it's weird that they picked shooby dooby and that song. Like he picked that song, and he had a, he had it on a disc. Did you
1: see? Yep, he said he had the little disc of it. Yeah. Like,
0: come on, like, why would he be carrying it that? Uh, around unless he's unless he's like kind of like American Picker style preferring the old timey. I,
1: I get that stuff. vibe from him by the way. I like, <coughs> sort of get that like you know. He, about- it was almost like he wanted to be steampunk. Yeah. But, you know, but it was oh. like nuclear missile punk. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. What is that? Cold War punk maybe. Yeah.
1: Cold War punk. <laughs> oh, Eastern oh. block punk.
0: <laughs> yeah. we just We just invented a new uh, uh, aesthetic here.
1: Yep. And I'm going to start designing stuff for it right away. Okay.
0: Well, leave <laughs> Shooby Dooby at the door, please.
1: Okay. Yeah. That one stays. Yeah. That one doesn't, it doesn't fit.
0: No.
1: Like it nope. doesn't
0: fit. And it sounds like something. It doesn't. It, in fact, it didn't sound like at, at first. I'm like, what? Are they using stock music in this?
1: Like a Getty Images thing? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is something that you would buy to put on your commercial for car repairs. <laughs> Not. Oh, oh, it
1: is. it's like when you go to yeah when you're like making a video and you just you don't have a musician with you to help w- with whatever background music you need so you just use the stock music in the background yeah, yeah. totally. yeah like,
0: <laughs> i mean come on like especially it's and that's not fair to compare it to when they play sabotage and the new star trek stuff because that like that song oh, has power Brilliant. but the, it's and brilliant it's, and and it's and there are other songs that were before that that had power, and they just wasted it on Shooby Doobie.
1: They did, yeah. So okay, let's take, a, <laughs> let's take a little. Let's let's pause here for a second. Let's uh-huh. take let's, let's take a rest stop here on our okay. on our tech adventure because I like this. And if you were gonna pick the like the song
0: for that so moment, lay on the
1: jukebox for that moment. When the Enterprise crew meets Cochran for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. What are you going to pick? Hmm.
1: Dave Matthews Band?
0: No! God! <laughs> please! <laughs> no. Uh, She's Still Heavy
1: by The Beatles? I know it's your favorite.
0: No, no it's not. The, and that, I don't think that would have been an improvement, honestly. Uh, uh, the it first would have been all- funny,
1: though, with the reference to Deanna Troy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: The first song that popped into my head was "Give Me Three Steps."
1: Huh, interesting. Um,
0: but I don't. I like that because it's it's the the narrator of the song is a bit as a scamp, you know. Yeah. As is our friend Cochran, and it's a little bit like, "Oh, you caught me with your wife. <laughs> Give me three steps to the door, you know." Yeah. And I'll never come back. Like that. I was kinda, thinking
1: Mississippi Queen. Yeah. With the yeah. cowbell kind of thing going on in there,
0: that would that would have worked
1: because it has some power to it as well. Yeah.
0: What if you were going to go with something that was sort of? I think maybe they were going for a happy days vibe, and because of the jukebox and the hitting yeah. it, like yeah. why not use Rock Around the Clock?
1: Totally. That has come on, you, you, They would have been able to license that song. Oh yeah. It's not. It's not that unattainable.
0: No. No. And that <laughs> would have, or maybe they thought that was too on the nose. I don't know.
1: And it would have been perfect for time travel story, too. Right.
0: <sighs> oh, Wasted I'm, opportunity. I'm going to recut that movie and put Rock Around the Clock in
1: there. That's ambitious. You might yeah. just want to recut that scene.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. That scene. <laughs> I'm just going to make my uh, Jenny's cut. The
1: Ooh, Jenny cut, a, yeah. yeah. I'm going to replace
0: <laughs> Shooby Doobie with Rock Around the Clock.
1: It was such a shame that they didn't consult you. Right. When they, when they did... When they cut you out of the movie in the first place, you know. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I was living in the sticks at the time. It was probably hard to find me. It was a little bit right around the, the birth of the internet. So.
1: Yeah. Would have been harder.
0: Yeah. Although I was in on the internet when it first came out, for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean.
0: Comp, CompuServe.
1: <laughs> had all those AOL disks mm-hmm. i had <laughs> Yeah.
0: You know, hanging out in chat rooms, playing, playing Meg Warrior.
1: You've got mail.
0: Also, Duke Nukem.
1: Oh yeah, Duke Nukem.
0: Yeah, and my Quake. Pack. Yeah, <laughs> I don't play Quake. Uh,
1: so okay, so another technology thing. Yeah. In in the movie Prior in Generations, Data gets the emotion chip.
0: Right. And, and here,
1: he's like expressing, right? Yeah. And then he's, he's like turns like, it off.
0: Out. Yeah. I love how he turns it off. He just sort of like, just, cracks Like his the neck. head
1: twitch and like <laughs> no emotion.
0: God, it was so like, OG. I couldn't even, like, it's just badass. Um,
1: it was. That. It's like, yeah, okay, it's off. And Picard's yeah. line of like, there are some times when I envy you. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, That's
1: pretty awesome.
0: Because he did say like when uh, they decide to go join the fight, he's like, to hell with our orders. I was like, oh, yeah, he's cussing to now.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, oh, he knows how to cuss. He's accessed <laughs> that light that library. Yeah. <laughs> is that library from lore? Or is that...
0: <laughs> I don't know that he was ever prevented from swearing. I mean, I don't think they ever dealt with that, but you probably know better than was me. Was there like
1: a protocol subroutine that he was able to bypass to, like, <laughs> to feel or, like he was okay?
0: With- it, or it didn't matter until he had emotions. Like he didn't see the value. Yeah, maybe cursing, it just was
1: irrelevant but, until he had emotions. Yeah, yeah that could be. I can buy that.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll buy that pack. Look,
0: I will make all kinds of excuses for the plot holes in this movie because I really, really loved it, except for *Sheepy*.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, I what really, I I did really like though. Um, I liked how they adapted the ship to feel like a Borg cube. Mm-hmm. Even though you knew it was the Enterprise, like you'd still see. Bits and pieces. Even yeah. we didn't even we'd never seen this ship before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it felt so familiar. And then there was like that eerie, like, oh, this is the Borg section. Like, whoa. Yeah. It felt like it felt like and I was reading some of the this the stories about it. Um, thanks, Memory Alpha. Yes. Um, your tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the set, they even called it Borg Hell. Yeah where they would where they had the Borg sections set up so they would go from the the friendlier Federation styled parts of of the of the movie set to the Borg hell right and stuff like that I thought that was pretty interesting and it kind of felt like that at times it felt like that sort of trip back and forth between friendly and, and unfriendly
0: and I had no idea that that the Borg were you know their preferred temperature was like 90 degrees a bunch of humidity
1: I would have thought it would have been cooler than that.
0: Actually.
1: Yeah. I mean, most of the time, if my computer gets above 75 degrees outside, it starts to freak out at me like, heat warning. Well,
0: <laughs> and, and maybe it was the decision of the Borg Queen, you know, ladies be cold all the time.
1: True. And she was That's like, what, she could have worn something that had more uh, covering, the covering. A know? scarf,
0: like, like, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a hat. Anything. Maybe like a nice caftan or a cape or something like that to drape over your shoulders, like a a snuggie. A snuggie. (laughs) (laughs) They could have made it out of that quilted material that Picard had to (laughs) dress for. Borg long johns? I don't know. Is that a thing?
0: Union suit? The Union suit. (laughs) That's the perfect solution. Little flap in the back so they can
1: still plug in. (laughs) Kelly, you want to wear a union suit for your next pair of pajamas? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ladies be cold all the time. Yeah, they
0: do be sometimes.
1: Shooby be doobie actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs)
1: hair is drying poofy um yeah it is going poofy today <laughs> she's her hair is drying very poofy yes
0: it, was, uh, it must
1: be the static
0: or the 90 degrees and 80 percent humidity or whatever it was
1: there was one other part about the bridge that i wanted to talk about mm-hmm. back again so like we talked about the holographic view screen we talked about mm-hmm. the so the way that the bridge looked and felt but did you see those little those cute little command desks that everyone had like they all had a little desk yeah you know as opposed to like like it felt like like okay everyone here on the bridge you have a job instead of yeah you know the lounging and the recliners in the back with the
0: yeah yeah
1: spa day on the bridge this was like everyone's got a job now (laughs) (laughs) i liked them actually i thought it was pretty cool um except for when like as the as the Borg are starting to take over and they all start blinking out, like you <laughs> <laughs> kind of gotta feel pretty helpless at that point. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of holograms, we um skip ahead a little bit.
1: Oh that But a huge part of the plot, right?
0: Yeah, well let's let's go back a minute um to Lily. Okay. Um because they're in the the old converted missile silo, right? Yep. Where his warp powered rocket ship is. And, it was an um, old
1: missile that they converted into a warp-powered ship.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. And the conversation that Picard and Data are having with about the how touching something. Yeah, it touching it.
1: Real. I actually <laughs> have that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Picard's touching it. He's like, "This is a fantasy, a boyhood fantasy of mine to touch. Yeah. The, to touch the hull." And Data touches it. Now, go ahead with your point, because I have a point to make after. Oh,
0: no, I just I just thought that, like, when, when Troy was like, "Um, you guys need some time alone in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Um, my point was, is more of a question. Uh-huh. Does Data have a built-in scanner?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Well, we've never like, learned that before, but.
1: Right, this is, like, brand new tech. Yeah. Maybe he got a systems upgrade or something, because, like, he's touching this thing, he's like, oh, there's imperfections in the titanium mixture. I'm like, huh? how would you know that just by touching it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and to be fair, they may never have run into an opportunity for him to, like, sure. lay hands on things. And-,
1: and really, I guess maybe with 24th century tech, it wouldn't have been a thing. It would have been well-made machinery. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, looking at a 21st century missile. <laughs> I'll give, him, I'll give him that plot point. It was still pretty cool.
0: It was cute. Like, I, 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 You know, Data is ride or die for Picard and mm-hmm. vice versa. And I just uh, enjoy their friendship a lot.
1: They need each other.
0: Yeah. Especially with having watched Picard, which, you know, really... Oh. Like, I never really thought about their friendship so much until I watched Picard. And and you know how much like with when Data's not around, how much you, that Picard misses him and relied on him, and this really illustrates backward, like yeah. the development their friendship. So now I noticed, like watching it, I'm like really just tuned in on their their time together. Like, you know, enjoy it while you can, guys. It's not it's not forever because it's not forever. You don't have that vibe when you're just watching Next Generation. i like, oh, it lasts forever. You know, <laughs> you don't you don't have the
1: well, especially going from the series and then into some movies mm-hmm. with them together in it, and you like, "Oh, yeah, this is going to keep going."
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah sort of, and I don't know if it's because I'm older now, or uh, just to to uh, see their them through the eyes of their mortality was really, and you never would have thought that Picard would outlast Data.
1: Yeah, that would have been the last the last thing I would have suspected.
0: Yeah. So there's this sort of bittersweet, like, I don't know if you've lost a dear friend or relative, and then you, you know, see a video of them or, you know, just sort of how you want to soak it up or have a dream about them or those kind of things And so I added layers to this movie that probably wouldn't weren't there the first time I saw it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, um, in, with all three of my, all three of the grandparents that I knew growing up, um, because my my dad's dad, I only he was only around for the first two years of my life before he died, so I didn't really know him, yeah. Jim Kirk. But <laughs> um, as in true Jim Kirk mystery, he he was gone. Yeah. Um, but the other three grandparents, um, I, I developed pretty close relationships with, and even now I'll see a picture of my grandpa or something like that. Um, my mom's dad and. I remember a lot of stuff about him still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, cool memories. Not not everything was rosy perfect, but like you know, funny funny things like when they lived in Tucson, Arizona and um there was a pretty famous truck stop on one of the interstate routes, I-10 out there. And uh it was Is the Triple Bucky's? T, huh? Oh, tri- not no, Not the, the, tri- the Triple T. Yeah. And uh <laughs> he used to like to do one of the things that i like to do the most which is just people watch yeah so we would we would go to the truck stop and kind of people watch together because <laughs> you can get some good people watching at a truck stop i'll, mm-hmm. I'll tell you <laughs> it is prime prime territory um we're sitting there he's kind of looking around There's this is huge truck stop and he wanted to take us you know one for like the sheer like shock value of this gigantic truck stop mm-hmm. we're, we're walking around there and all of a sudden this this trucker walks in with his you know his family i guess it was trucking with him at that point and he's like mm-hmm. oh he looks around this place has got class it even has them automatic doors
0: <laughs> technology but,
1: like anytime i see you know the slight you know automatic sliding doors i think about my grandpa taking me <laughs> yeah. to the triple g truck stop <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs>
0: Yeah, no. It's well, yeah, very- I know exactly
1: what you're feeling, what you're talking about, though. With yeah, that, with that expression, it's it's like that for me, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Worf and and um, Worf being there is good, but I think the dynamic with Picard and Data is just so important in this right.
0: movie. Right. Well, then, then they discover Lily, and you know, Data shows off a lot of his uh, indestructibility, and she tries to shoot him.
1: Yeah. So, so jumping forward to to the holograph, the hologram, yeah. the hollow dick. Hollow dick. right? Because holy cow, that took a leap forward in this movie too,
0: right? Well, he he turned off all of the safety, he turned off the safeties, the, and basically used it to hide until he could get in a good position, right? To yeah, fire old timey guns on the Borg, which I guess they weren't. Um. Makes you wonder why they didn't. If he knew that about the Borg, like, why didn't he have, like, some Tommy guns on, you know, ready?
1: If he, if he knew that about the Borg, why didn't the Arsenal also have it? Right? Yeah. It, like a couple of revolvers, you know? Or Col- maybe
0: <laughs> <right>? 357 Magnum. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, it makes you wonder. And then also makes you wonder, like, okay, I know that. He was trying to to coordinate everything with with the ship and everything, but and not not to say anything negative against Alfre Woodward. right? She was She's great, amazing, mm-hmm. and and the two of them paired well together in the movie. By the way,
0: yes. And but I wouldn't,
1: wouldn't. you want to give Worf one of those Tommy guns too?
0: Yeah, would you love to see? Uh, I would going have loved to have seen him uh, Tommy firing gun.
1: away with a Tommy gun. <laughs>
0: Wait, it it does break out the bat laugh at some point, right? It does,
1: which is pretty awesome.
0: It seems like physical weapons are the way to go with the Borg.
1: It does because they can't modulate like a armor yeah. frequency against it. So unless yeah.
0: they can beef up their armor, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But let, Let's get. Back I think to- they'd have
1: to go back to like the you know the Borg factory to get <laughs> better yeah. physical armor, though. <laughs>
0: They just need to like, get themselves a flak jacket.
1: There's like a recall and all the board mm-hmm. leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got to do, it's not a it Was a hardware update this time, guys.
1: <laughs> this is a, definitely a firmware. <laughs> yeah.
0: First of all, you're all getting scarves and hats and then uh, <laughs> bulletproof vests. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everyone I gets scarves and hats. <laughs> so you get a scarf and you get a scarf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, let's talk about Lily for a minute. And Lily, um, first of all, she's she works with Zephram. She works with Zephram.
1: Yeah. yeah, I love how each time you go to say it, you're a little, little bit like even less sure. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, is he just her buddy? Or... <laughs> yeah, I I don't want to say it wrong, and then I think i I know it, and then I think maybe I don't know it, and then it comes out like Zephram. <laughs> All alone in the moonlight.
1: night uh. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you. That was outstanding. Um. So yeah. So Lily and Zephyr. Right. What's their What's their vibe? Yeah. Um. So yeah. She works for Zephyr.
0: Okay. Like. So scientist as well.
1: No. She's like she's like his liaison to the public. Okay. Because he's not I didn't catch
0: that. I didn't catch that.
1: He's not great with people. No. She she knows how to like talk to people. She knows how to get things done. So she can get him all his materials. She can get him the people that he needs to help with parts of the experiment that are happening. Because there were a whole bunch of people in that missile silo. So she's like his manager.
0: Okay, yeah, and it was sort of a, had sort of a, what's that guy called? Mad Max feel.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, definitely had like a Mad Max kind of feel to it. Um, She's also, I don't think she's his bodyguard, but I think she tries to act like it at times.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, just let's just take a step back at how much Jean-Luc Picard needs a strong Black woman to guide him through his life. Right. Um because we have Lily, we have Gainen, and yeah. we have the one the lady from Raffi. Hard. Yeah. What's her name? Raffi. Raffi. Yeah, it's uh he's like when no one else can get through to him, that's they can they can. And I don't know what that means, um exactly from a cultural standpoint, because you think about things like The wise old black guy helping the white privileged white guy out like you know bagger vance situation like they aren't his bagger vance really or are they like i don't know Um, no they're more like his
1: oracle yeah
0: and that's another trope too and i i don't i probably should have done some research on it but i don't know it feels a little problematic
1: sure Uh, i can i can understand where you're going with that
0: even take away wanna... the race like just to be dependent on a a woman to get you through those mm. period dark periods you know uh, when no nobody else can get through to him
1: what 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 lily did i think even differently than dinan though what lily did was she forced him to deal with why he was trying to be detached about all of it instead of like, instead of facing the fact that like, this was kind of his worst nightmare, the Borg taking over the enterprise. Yes. And destroying earth, you know, in that, in that timeline as well. Um, He was trying to be all detached about it. Just business. Like, Oh, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is the next step. This is the next step. Instead of like, he wasn't being human about it. He was being borg about it. He was following a yeah. checklist and kind of going through. Um so I, I I can understand about the problematic part about using a particular type of person for it each time. Yeah. But at the same time I think I like there were different dynamics for each of those characters that you brought up. You know, with Gaynan it was hold on buddy. Like <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You're not the top dog. Your crew is the top dog. With Lily, it was be a human. Like stop, stop what you're doing. You're being you're being the Borg instead of being a human.
0: Yeah, the- <laughs> I, I kind of felt like I, I've seen Gynen and I've seen her and I've seen Raffi both like sort of give him shit for being a jerk. Uh, yeah. Like, and she, you know, Lily called him out for being Ahab, and that, like, not only for her, her to to pick an a, analogy for a, a character obsessed with revenge, but to pick that character that you knew, like that Moby Dick was probably on his little bookshelf that was in his office there where he was napping. You know, one of those gilded books was probably Moby Dick. You know? It had to
1: be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so for her to have the, the, having only known him for an hour or two, and then to have the insight to know mm-hmm. that uh, an Ahab reference is going to hit the button to make him stop for a second. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, you know, it, it it has enough, I don't know. I On one hand, I feel like, yes, elevate Black women. Yes, have them in a position to, you know, make the kind of differences they do in these shows uh in, in all of Star Trek.
1: So yeah. I just
0: I just would hate for them to lean into a troop. Sure. Problematic. But I don't yeah. know if it is so I'm not I will not be the one to be able to say that. <laughs> um so I think yeah, I, on the I, whole it's positive, but I was I just noticed it was like, okay, um he can only hear things about himself from these women.
1: From from these these women that, that happen these to stand men of color. Right? Yeah. Yeah
0: women of color Um,
1: sure i can i definitely i definitely am tracking with with the worry about that trajectory of the story right yeah um at, at the same time i'm glad that it wasn't it I'm glad that it wasn't just Picard wrestling with it himself. You know, the, the, the solitary white man, (laughs) solitary white man problem either, right. Just sitting in his, his room, wrestling with his own thing and not listening to other people.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Or the getting the advice from getting the advice from some other guy on the crew either. Yeah. Um, I would love for it to evolve further. Um, I think in a lot of those places, Data would have been the the foil for
0: uh-huh. him.
1: And and I think in this case, he couldn't use Data as the foil because he was already being taken captive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. It was something that...
1: It's an interesting point, and I think it's one that, that again, as, as the Picard series is Going into season two. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Raffi. And her yeah. character as well. With that. yeah. Um, so a couple other points that I had. Yeah. Um, the spacewalk.
0: Yes let's talk about that.
1: Holy cow.
0: Like okay. To be honest. I was having some wine while I drank this. So the farther <laughs> we go into the movie the foggier it gets. It's okay. Um, And I wasn't sure what they were doing. Out there, um, it had some real 2001 vibes to it.
1: It did. Um, they were putting up a, a beacon that would be able to signal other Borg ships, right? That they had established a command center.
0: Yeah, and I over. couldn't, I couldn't figure out what Warp and the Picard and that other guy were doing. Um, but I, I wanted to be well. First of all, their spacesuits were
1: those EV suits that they had. Great. Those were awesome. And those fact, need to be in every Star Trek,
0: yeah. And also they look like star. they look like ships uh, spacesuits that people in movies not made now wear.
1: Yeah, like, they did. yeah.
0: You know, it wasn't the like glass ball over your head, which I think <laughs> was early sci-fi, right? Um And then, you know, they weren't such an enclosed helmet. Like the way they had the display, the you can see the whole face and. Uh, it's lit with from within and you know looked lightweight and uh it
1: know, looked lightweight have... but it still it also looked durable like you yeah could, you could do that kind of thing out there
0: yeah and they got the magnetic boots and things to keep you that stuck. was pretty
1: fun yeah when they step out and the, and the camera angle yes does its little shift and you're like whoa they're upside down on the bottom of the saucer <laughs> <What?"> Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah and so but i you know what drives me crazy well i the whole monkey business about i i realized at the end they were trying to undo the magnetic things that held the beacon in place and um but i didn't know that's what they were doing at the time and like all they're doing is pulling out these little candy pieces of candy (laughs) (laughs) Right? What, are, yeah. what are those cards called? Those plastic? Like they look like big pieces of candy to me. Like I want to look like sellers them.
1: of Catan pieces. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe I, they're, they were like they're clear, like loose sight, but they've got etchings on them, but they're red and green and yellow. They, oh, yeah, they're have, very pretty. They, and I kept telling tax last night, like, I want to have one, I want to eat those. They look like candy, <laughs> but Necco everyone, wafers. No, 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 <laughs> no, certainly not. more like? Uh, more like uh, it was made out of um, Jolly Rancher.
1: Yeah, it did have a Jolly Rancher look to it. Yeah, like you could see the green one would be the watermelon or the green apple, right? And then the
0: yeah, and then orange
1: and peach and the banana and cherry. Yes.
0: So they're they're rearranging their Jolly Ranchers and then they're spinning, they're turning this crank thing. And they have to do it for every magnetic point that the thing has. So they're it was on the deflector
1: shield on the the dish, right on the on the big deflector dish.
0: Yeah, but they had to do it at a bunch of different. They were each doing it more than one time.
1: Well, because there was a combination to it. Yeah. Did they
0: explain that, or did No. Okay.
1: It wasn't like you didn't miss that point. It was just that there was, yeah.
0: What I dislike it's, it's
1: designed for like not being very easy to tamper Unhook. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cuz in general you wouldn't want things flying off the side of the ship.
1: Yeah, um, especially things like that flying off the side of the ship.
0: Yeah. It seemed un- un- unnecessarily lab- laborious to me and it's, it did, and it's, I
1: think that's I think that's a valid point. Um, if they're, it, they're if trying they to create fly, tension. If they can fly from the neutral zone to earth like that am i right why can't they why can't they get the, the bag locks off a little bit faster <laughs> it's
0: so stupid it's so stupid and i know and i it was to me it was a let's show this is the this was when i feel like they were letting the technology shine um and if we're on a podcast called tech Trek, the for me to kind of poo poo it is is kind of
1: but so the jolly ranchers were the isolinear chips okay. by the way. thank which,
0: you i couldn't remember i know yeah. i've heard that before but like to me it was one of those like opening sequence of 2001 where they're just showing off the space shit and I'm like I can we get it like yeah you mean t- like
1: the like the 11 minute flyby in Star Trek the motion Picture <laughs> yeah we yeah. first see the enterprise Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and I feel like people who make science fiction can't resist to be like, look at this tech oh, and like no <laughs> like look at it. I mean look at Karen, look at it. It's you know, a
1: visual feast, Jenny. It's a visual feast.
0: <laughs> it is not,
1: including including the long walk from like. You're, are you telling me oh, yeah. that there couldn't have been a closer portal that they could have gotten out of to get to the deflector?
0: <laughs> Did we want to spend 15 minutes watching the Borg busily work at what they're doing <laughs> and watch these guys trying to sabotage it with some it's like?
1: It's like the. It's like. The, um, it's like The Wiley Coyote cartoons, you know, where the you see the horizon, you see it, you see it, and then also like like that. (laughs) (laughs) But for a long time it looks exactly the same, like it's not moving.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like I get it. I get that not only are uh, they're trying to build tension, you know, they're showing you know, they're building tension
1: and they're building tension through Jerry Goldsmith's score as well.
0: Mm. Oh, the score was great. Corvus uh, except for you
1: know she'll be doing at least <laughs> but, at least Jerry Goldsmith does not have to be burdened with the shame of that song on his personal credits right and he wasn't responsible for that
0: <laughs> what I want to what I want to know is like did we need 15 minutes no for this was it it was no longer building tension it was annoying me at that point and it's sure. like can I? this is stupid and, but you know I would have been,
1: you know, what have built, would have built more tension, mm-hmm. I think, would have been 15 minutes of the long goodbye in the holodeck, where they were like, if it took 15 yeah. minutes to try to get to a good spot, oh, like yeah. that would have been like, like, yeah, fist-clenching, a little bit of bead of sweat coming down your side of your forehead, like some to more just, gangsta like, to, talk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm in for that for sure. Like, that would have
1: been, that would have been tremendous.
0: Yeah. I don't want to not walk on the side of the ship like
1: but- yeah but then they wouldn't have had the chance for to you know show Worf with the Borg arm tied around his leg <laughs>
0: yeah is that where he was like assimilate this Yep, that's slam. exactly
1: where he did that.
0: <laughs> that and as great as that was it didn't make that scene worth it I'm sorry
1: no it's more that. of just a quotable quote than yeah than, than the highlight of the scene <laughs> <laughs> assimilate this
0: and it's especially when the, the activity that they're doing to coordinate the combination to unlock the maglocks or whatever was so ridiculous. Like they're like just moving <laughs> plastic cards around. It's,
1: it's kind nothing. of like they were doing like a new version of Tetris, you yeah. know? Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like what? Let's, let's have a timer countdown. Let's have an error message. Let's, you know, <laughs>
1: yeah yeah like, anything right yeah
0: you know, wake up over there you missed your now we gotta start like, over like
1: different rounds like round one over now round two you know, like, oh, yeah. okay so they're making some progress okay good
0: right so the, this is loading why loading bar mean, loading circle you know <laughs> anything. what they were giving us at, on a silver platter was here's outer space and there are people here and this is what you can do in and there's space. people here
1: and they're upside down
0: come on jenny they're upside down, and then what you else get this, you want Karen. <laughs> and then you get to see Picard floating, and it's clear he's on a wire. Uh, well, that'd be
1: more uh, of a Megan complaint. What else do you want, Megan?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I was that. I was. Um, it wasn't until I like I the th- third or fourth time I saw him switching those iso linear chips around. I'm like, okay, we get it. Thanks.
1: Can they just pull them all out? Wouldn't that cause an error? And they could just. Like I don't understand why they had to like shuffle them around. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the dumbest thing in the world. Uh but we did get to hear some Oh, it is it is it does it but-
1: remind me of a of a comic that I heard that was talking about um that that motion of of, of trying to pull all those put them in the right places is mm-hmm. like when you're trying to put the USB connector yeah. into your computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh nope, no, no, that's not the right way. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: the first way it's working now for some reason but
1: <laughs> yeah so it's i think there was that point to it um yeah there's another there's recurrences of the pad you know there's the the pad picard has a couple different versions but he has oh! one
0: <laughs> the ipad like i'm like what kind of pad are we talking about the here P-A-D-D.
1: P-A-D-D. pad tie no <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've lost orbit
1: <laughs> yes turn yeah. your
0: magnet boots back on jeff
1: no sorry about that here <laughs> <There we go. laughs> okay. sorry i just got lost oh. because of the fact that they had so many pads again like there's just millions of pads just... are, are you talking one... about
0: like the ipad looking things yeah yeah okay. the tablet and, and like
1: there's yeah the tablet and then picard hands one to lily oh uh-huh. like, here's or here's riker's orders for gravette island
0: right
1: which i've never <laughs> been to
0: I'd rather hear Gavette's orders for Riker Island.
1: I think those would be a little bit more exciting um, for everyone. <laughs> Especially since I almost got in trouble on Riker's Island once.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: It's a. a trip to a ad- guard? Or? A, trippy ad- a trip adventure that I had traveling for work when we okay. worked together mm-hmm. a while back. Um, my cabby. Didn't know how to get to LaGuardia Airport, apparently, and we Isn't were driving that like around.
0: Route number one that you would learn, well,
1: right? <laughs> 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 but apparently, he didn't know where to like where to exit the Long Island Expressway and got off the wrong place. We're driving mm-hmm. around like Astoria, and then made a turn, and I saw this big sign as he was making the turn. And the sign said "Welcome to Rikers Island," and it was like the roadway out to Rikers Island. Oh, jeez! And he was—he got all panicky. We drove past the the, the opening guard um, shack, which you don't have to uh-huh. stop at. Like we drove past it, and then he like got panicked, stopped <laughs> his cab, and tried to execute a three point turn in the driveway of Rikers Island. God, <laughs> backed into the fence. And like knocked part of the fence down. Oh my god. And then tried to like overcorrect and was trying to pull out of the driveway and of course the the guard shack now is alerted to everything cuz he knocked over a oh. fence on Riker's Island. <laughs> and pulled us over. So I'm sitting in the back of this cab with the police pulling us over. <laughs> in the driveway of Riker's Island prison. <laughs> oh god. And Cabby finally at, at one point after like the police finally gives him his ticket and everything he's like I turned off the meter.
0: <laughs> well at least but he was a stand up guy. Yeah.
1: Thanks bud. Appreciate
0: it. No charge.
1: <laughs> so yeah I think, I think Gravett's orders for Rikers Island would have been more stimulating I think. Um. My last technology point was that Vulcan ship. Oh yeah, that was, that was sweet,
0: boss. I have a vague memory.
1: It looked so cool. It was like it was like a bird. Yeah, it was really cool looking.
0: But the, I think the Vulcan had an orange jumpsuit on, though.
1: He had a jumpsuit. Yeah, um, I think they. I think the Vulcans all had different colored jumpsuits. Mm. I saw like a purple one. So I don't know if they were part of like Prince's band. Like they, maybe they were the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, this movie did do one of the things that I I have as like my, my back pocket things that I look for. Um, when, when a movie like tries to reference slyly, either a movie or a show like references the title somehow. Uh-huh. And uh, at 42 minutes in, when they're talking to Zephyrin, yes. Cochrane in the bar, and he's like, You're all astronauts on some kind <laughs> of Star Trek. And i was like, Oh,
0: <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. I'm just now, I pulled up a picture of that ship because I was um, couldn't recall it. All I could remember was sort of the, the mouth where they came out of. Yep. It looks like the, did you ever have the, what's the guy with Skeletor? He Man. He-Man, like a He-Man playset is what it, it looks like. It does kind of
1: have a He-Man vibe to it. <laughs> yeah.
0: It looks like yep. it's made out of clay.
1: <laughs> well, the Vulcans were, were still experimenting with okay. earthworks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Modular, you know, they're, they're slightly after the Adobe phase. <laughs>
0: yeah. Man, it's ugly.
1: I thought it was kind of cool looking.
0: Yeah. I suppose it seems like it's got too many things on it.
1: Well, there's that. It does have, it almost would have flying buttresses if it could have flying yeah. buttresses.
0: <laughs> it's got a little bit of like like the legs on it. It looks like a lobster or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'm lobster sorry. more. Yeah, like a
1: sea bug. It has more of yeah. a sea bug. Kind of
0: look <laughs> to it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, no,
0: he wasn't wearing a jumpsuit either. He had his little silver.
1: What is it? A robe?
0: Collarless satin shirt and then a dark robe
1: dark robe
0: yeah he looks he pretty had eyebrows
1: too boy did he oh
0: know. yeah he had the old timey spock haircut he like, has original series hair Vulcan hair
1: well that's all the points that i had i'm ready for a fortune cookie i don't know if all right
0: want. um just thinking i don't i um i just wanted to not to harp on it but i oh, go I, for it i harp away <laughs> when i watch movies about space And they uh, spend a lot of time working in zero gravity on the ship. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, like, to me, it's frustrating and and anxiety-inducing because of the claustrophobia, because of the risk of, like, you know, you get cut loose, you're done. Like, there's nothing. There's a lot people could do, but, I mean.
1: Yeah, it's like like an opposite claustrophobia, right? Because... It's space, so it's right. endless.
0: Yeah, well, the, the claustrophobia of the suit ah. um, and, you know, the the lowered mobility plus the vast expanse of space and this, you know, very fragile connection <laughs> to security of any kind. Yeah. It's it's hard to watch. And, and so it's really, really hard for me to watch any movies about early space flights, NASA space flights, <clears throat> Because of those capsules and stuff. It's just like, I, I really love space travel and stories about space travel and all that mm. stuff. But I have trouble with the let's spacewalk moments. <laughs> um, and the, you don't get a lot of those in Star Trek, which I think is maybe- um, i spacewalk walk with me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, spacewalk the line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I spacewalk the line. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, I just wanted to kind of like, not only was that scene- just too long for any normal person but for me it was felt like three times longer because of all the things i hate about that
1: yeah i can i yeah i can i can empathize there um that that would be that would be tough
0: yeah (laughs) but not so tough if you have had a couple glasses of wine so true or Uh,
1: tequila yeah
0: (laughs) oh and i made popcorn for this I wanted to make it a movie experience. And it oh, was. fun. I even put a little better on, which I usually don't, but.
1: Awesome. Well, Tech Track it. of the Movies, first tech contact. Track of the
0: movies. I love talking about the tech contained in one thing instead of one piece of tech across many things. I liked
1: it. I a little easier to manage. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I think I'm ready for a fortune cookie. All righty. Which I didn't see any fortune cookies on the movie. That would have been nice. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah. All right, so I've got mine.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: If you believe it, they believe it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like in business,
1: that that sort of charisma, that charisma value, mm-hmm. that's big, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, if you you won't people won't buy anything off of you if you don't believe in it
1: yeah you and you have to you have to believe in it to to really effectively sell it right even if all you're believing in is the value of it
0: or if it's a completely made-up thing (laughs) (laughs) snake oil kind of thing
1: and i think they did that even really well in the movie because like believing in that hologram at that point on the holodeck that was that took some believing
0: Right, they had a had to believe they were there and act like one like, of the he, crowd he, like, and he's
1: like tell her like dance like you know like... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh they
1: Patrick. had to like they had to sell that they were part of the hologram
0: right right what you know just also to get yelled at to dance by Patrick Stewart must have been a really thrillful moment special
1: <laughs> for Alfred Woodward, Woodward yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. And her... yeah it had to be
1: the highlight of her career you know
0: I would say I you know at least. <laughs> one of the top 10 moments of you know in or off film on or on out of film what A
1: fantastic actress Man. yeah she's
0: so good she's so good and um you know just you know at the ending where she's she's very good at pointing out exactly what is his problem that it is the vengeance that yep you know from the very beginning where he's lost trust with the admiral and uh you know, gets he's no longer getting the choice assignments, right?
1: Nope.
0: And you know, it feels nope, like a I demotion. to go
1: control the neutral zone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, and then it just sort of you can it builds up over the course of the movie very well until he's like, oh, and she broke you broke your little ships. <laughs> just uh, really I'm
1: like yelling at my dog for a second. Okay. So. No, I, yeah, no, I, I agree. So. Yeah. And she's like, that was mine. If you believe it, they believe it.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. So um, never have sex with the boss's sister. (laughs) Okay. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That would be a hard one to pull. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah. There's boundaries. Even for, Ferengi.
1: Even for Ferengi.
0: Well, they have lots of boundaries. That's not. They have just different boundaries, but
1: they have different levels of boundaries. I would imagine mm-hmm. um, would be the right way to think about it. But yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's a certain misogynistic sensibility about that statement.
1: Well, yeah, a little as bit. Well. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Let's see what, what part of that would, would have qualified. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> um. Yeah, this yeah, idea we'll that think,
0: a, the woman is, does not have her own agency and doesn't really matter—it's not up to the, her brother or whoever I think she sleeps with.
1: It's different. It's a different context than the um, the one that I had a while back, which was you know, what was it? Marriage was marriage was not a right, but a, a privilege. privilege.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Marriage is not a guaranteed right; it's a privilege. Or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's a different yeah. sentiment there. You can afford when you can afford the marriage, as opposed to, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it's for the good of the business. You don't want to mess with the boss's family, one way or another. Sure.
1: Well, Jenny, on a scale of our our on our one to ten here for the tech in first contact, mm, yeah, we brought up a lot of different tech. So I think right. just, I don't know if you want to collectively grade it or if you want to grade bits and pieces of it separately.
0: The worst tech was the isolinear chips. Uh, the
1: Jolly ranchers. Yeah. yeah
0: the shuffle of them or I, I mean <laughs> I, you, we've seen data do that in fast motion before, right Like he's yeah. he pile those and maybe that
1: was maybe that was part of the point. He wasn't there to just do it in fast motion.
0: Oh
1: because he would have been able to take care of that thing you know, lickety at Yeah.
0: It. Oh, we didn't even talk about his transfer. She was grafting human skin onto him. Yeah, so it was like anti-tech, anti-tech for him. Yeah,
1: like here's here's biomass. Yeah, and then like when the plasma coolant melts it away, and you see his exposed circuitry, like
0: yeah,
1: I feel better than I look, or something like that. I think that was yeah. his, his yeah. line in there. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: uh, yeah. That that was like because though those, he would have taken care of that, look at he split. I think,
1: but he was just like on like you know sleight of hand kind of deal, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick a card, any card. Never <laughs> yeah, trust bit- the guy that can shuffle behind his back. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I think my favorite thing in it though was them a uh, the magic carpet ride with them like Riker and Geordi with Zephram. Uh, you got it right. the space. Each time. <laughs> They're flying out to the space and just that that joyful. Uh, sense of being able to live a historical moment that you've admired all your life, and it's a bit of wish fulfillment,
1: yeah, it was pretty there. cool that and they sh- they shared that well, like the yeah, the joy of that, that kind and, of thing
0: and I love the quote that, that you know Riker pulled out that of course, we knew it was Zephram's quote.
1: yeah, uh, who but... said that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <You did. laughs> uh, so I think uh, Riker is such a man's man, you know he 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 does really well at. Like getting like where jo- Jordy was really all about the hero worship. Riker was helping him. Like, yeah. Like, we're not all like that, and you don't have to. You know, it's gonna. It's it's not a. That's not everything about what you become.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked that. Um. I think for me, uniform tech mm-hmm. thumbs up. Um, under uniform tech thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever that modern ski bib,
0: yeah, little, <laughs> that, uh, the plasmal. the undershirt. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: The phaser rifles. Phaser rifles.
0: Up. Very good. New bridge. Fantastic. New bridge. Thumbs
1: up. Holographic view screen. Thumbs up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, police scanner. Police scanner of the future. A little bit uh, wild <laughs> that they could listen in on that. I think they've done that before, though. But I don't know. Um.
1: Yeah some torpedoes I don't know if I can grade them yet I'm not sure if I've yeah. got enough exposure to them they look but, pretty awesome but
0: they sounded like a bunch of sci-fi bullshit if you ask me
1: it did uh, but
0: um, I'm, I'm all for that so I don't care
1: <laughs> I think that was Roger Ebert like in his review of the movie it was like there's some one thing that Star Trek always gets right and it's jargon yeah
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure uh, um, so I always
1: <laughs> give it I'm gonna give it a solid. Seven out of ten.
0: Yeah. They they don't always get the right combination on the jukebox, but they do get jargon
1: now. No, they don't get that jukebox thing. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten.
0: Yeah. I think
1: it's I think it's good. It's certainly one of the best. It's certainly in my opinion, it's the best of the next generation movies. Yeah, clearly. It just it just really stands above the rest of them. Um Mm. yeah. Those are all my points.
0: Yeah, I think I think seven, seven sounds good. And I and I, you know, this is personally for me. Uh, the spacewalk was boring, in the um, it just the, I don't know what the other point I was going to make. Oh, the jukebox scene. I that I shouldn't really give it. It just just had that sort of like out of touch. Yeah. Ability that they that they sometimes have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because where the they yeah people you're who totally make this, right this, and, and you can forgive them that and in fact even sort of br- embrace the corniness but uh, i I'm love to let them off the hook after the way they use sabotage so um, but those are different group of people altogether um, for sure. Uh, glad to see that we've got some music indeed music lovers <laughs> working on yep. Star Trek in the new times which is
1: nice <laughs> yeah. yeah the beats and shouting as, as, as they say. So, yes, and um,
0: always good to see the EMH. And this the you saw how Beverly treated him like I never I swore I'd never used one
1: of And you brought that up very well when we talked about the the EMH episode. She's like, I'm I can't even believe I'm gonna say these words or something like yeah. that. You know, like
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's that, very that. anti. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I,
1: very- and I did like his quote though, I'm a doctor, not a doorstop.
0: Yes. That was, <laughs> that was really I think Dax and I high fived when he said that. It was so good. <laughs> That's
1: a pretty great one. I mean, come <laughs> on. Not only is it the EMH, it was a favored character. Right. But also, like to do a McCoy callback is pretty mm-hmm. sweet.
0: Especially when that EMH had never been used
1: Ever. and didn't, yeah. hadn't
0: developed at all, um, as opposed to the one on Voyager, who, uh, yeah. who of course, became his own became being really. The
1: Doctor. Yeah. The Doctor. Um, yeah, I, it was, it's a fun one. I think yeah. Tech Track at the Movies, we need to do a few more. Yeah. These are fun. Um, let us know what you think, guys, in the and yep. the Facebook page and any comments or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, Jenny, I did talk to Grandpa Klingon. Oh yeah, um, because we watched the movie together. Oh, uh, so he said, "Don't just aim; hit the target."
0: Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's it's that speaks to planning and as opposed to implementation. Yep. <laughs> you got to do both.
1: You gotta do them both. You need that. You need both sides of that coin there. So.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you guys had some quality time.
1: He likes he likes Star Trek movies. <laughs> good nap for him most of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet he was disappointed when they didn't die when he said it was a good day to die.
1: He got really perky at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <man. laughs> Threw his head back and about to start his his roar, but
0: <laughs> oh well. Not today, Stovacar. Not today. Yeah,
1: not today. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks for joining us on this yeah. on this conversation. We love having you listen in. Mm,
0: I um, feel like I could talk another couple hours on it, but I know that's that's it's too much.
1: Let's do another movie though.
0: Okay. Absolutely. And you know, just remember, course play leads to sick bay.
1: So Always. stay and in this out sick bay, <laughs> way, Watch out because you might have to deal with the EMH.
0: Right. And not <laughs> Not a doorstop.
1: Or the Borg, either (laughs) way.
0: You never know what you're going to run into. (laughs) Stay on Earth. (laughs) It's a lot safer. We can define what's happening here. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.